Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football Frenzy. Yep. What's up, everybody? Welcome in, Fantasy Football Frenzy. <clears throat> it is Thursday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Uh, whether you got a significant other or not, it is Valentine's Day. Um, Studio 34, Midtown Manhattan. Fantasy Football Frenzy, it's your boy, The Closer. We got Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. What's up, Jim? Hey, how you doing, Chris? I'm all right, Jim. You know, I'm about the same, Chris. I'm about the same. Yeah. Um, so everybody knows the news. And uh, I just wanted to say something. <clears throat> I'm sure you do, too, Jim, about, you know, uh, I'm really grateful to uh, <clears throat> Corey Parson. He is no longer here, of course. And, uh, you know, he did a lot for me. He was a really good guy. He uh, he he got me on this show which was an absolute great opportunity. And, you know, I really appreciate that from him. And I feel like we worked really well together. We had really good chemistry. <clears throat> and it's hard. I mean, the guy's done a lot for me, and it's hard to say goodbye. But, you know, I'm sure we'll get on something eventually together again, you know, in the future. So I want to say to Corey, you know, stay up. You know, this is the industry. And there's always something. There's always something. Jim? Yeah, not much I can add to that. Look, Corey and I go way back. Uh, I mean, you guys only know me for, well, most of you only know me from, you know, since August, since I've joined the show. And Corey probably had a lot to do with that as well. But Corey and I go way back. And as a matter of fact, Corey's first time ever doing radio was on my podcast, one of my podcasts back in the day. Um, so, yeah, we, we go back. You know, even before he got on Sirius, all that stuff, him and I have been friends for a long time. So, it, you know, it, it's tough when stuff like this happens to friends. And, you know, not only Corey, but also Scotty Angle is now gone. And, yeah. you know, so th- these are guys that I've known for, you know, phew, probably 12, 13 years uh, at least. You know, it's always hard when this stuff happens. Um, you know, and we might as well get into it as well. This will be the last show of the frenzy yep. for right now. Um, the frenzy will be back in some way, shape or form soon. We're not exactly sure where we're going with it, how they want to set it up. Uh, but we will be back at times. Chris and I are still here. We're not going anywhere, but the frenzy itself will be ending as of today, uh, for a little while. Let's say it's going to go on hiatus. Yeah, that's a good word. It'll go on hiatus for now. Uh, but we'll be back soon. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know you, you've been in the industry for a long time. I haven't. 
Uh, so and but Scott Angle got me into the industry. So I, I want to give a big shout out to the King Scott Angle. You know, great guy. Um, did a lot for me as well. And both these guys, Corey, Scott. Um, you know, I just want to say that you guys are great, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll get together again soon. We'll be talking. So, uh, all right. Nobody's heard the last of Corey. Believe me, that. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's always up. You know, he's always staying. His up. belly rub will be back. <laughs> he's, he's probably rubbing his belly right now. Um, so I'm up in the Goon Squad draft, by the way. Oh, uh, yes, you are. And I have no idea who to pick because it's been a crazy day and I haven't really looked at it, but I got to make a pick eventually, right? Do I have some time here? I believe so. All right. Well, I'll figure it out. Um, if you guys want to call in, Talk to us about whatever, 844-843-6879, uh, Fantasy Sports Network here. And I want to get into some of the recent news. Nick Foles and the Jaguars have mutual interest. This is not surprising. Uh, surprisingly, few teams entered this offseason with a real need at quarterback, and one of those, the Broncos, obviously. Uh, but they got Flacco. That leaves the Jaguars as the best and most likely landing spot for the former Super Bowl MVP. You think that's a that's a you know almost a, a 80, 90 percent right here? Uh, it's probably close to that, uh, you know, no doubt. Um, I think you know Philly is still trying to figure out how they can get control of where he goes. It seems to me that that they're still trying to figure out the cards with the money, with the cap space, all that stuff. On they'd like to control where he goes because you know we've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure they don't want him going to Washington or even New York. Uh, and having to face Philly a couple times a year, you know, just for the off chance he beats them, then fan base goes absolutely ballistic, uh, especially if Wentz doesn't really bounce back from the injury and doesn't get it going again. I'm pretty sure he will, but if he doesn't, you know, just all needles that'll be jabbed into the heart of uh, Philly fans everywhere, and we know how badly they react to things. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's... There's a good chance he goes to Jacksonville. He has ties with the Jacksonville front office now. They need a new quarterback. They could get him, uh, I was going to say fairly cheap, but really they won't get him cheap. He's still going to cost him like $18, 20000000 million this year. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see, see where he lands. Yeah, I think uh, the Jaguars make a lot of sense, I guess, for them. Um, I don't know. I don't see him yet really going anywhere else. He's definitely not going to go in the NFC East, so... Yeah, I, I, that makes the most sense. The Redskins would have been the only other team because they are in the NFC East. The, uh, that wouldn't make any sense. Um, there's really no other big NFL news. Do you have anything? I don't have any other big NFL news to speak of right now. Yeah, no, at this time of year, it's very hard. Just talking, yeah, talking combine people, talking draft people. Uh, you know, that's pretty much all that's going on. It's not not a heck of a whole lot of new news coming out, of of course. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, really, no. <laughs> you know, you can talk about the fact that uh, the Chargers are going to let Corey Lugit walk yeah. go to free agent. Um, yeah, there's really not much else here. Yeah. That that would be even... Lambo yeah. got re-signed by the Jaguars. I mean, nobody yeah, really exactly. cares about that. So why don't we talk a little bit about the Dave. frenzy draft. Oh, the frenzy draft. Get into the draft a little bit. And, you know, uh, let, let's take a, look, a closer look at your team and, you know, pull out some pieces or do you want to go through the draft and see who we think might've been drafted too early, who we think might've been drafted too late? 
Either or, I was thinking about going over your team. We never did that. We already went over my team, even though I added some more pieces. But um, oh, we can go over my team. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> While I make okay. a pick, because I still have to make two picks in a row here. <laughs> well, again, first three rounds kind of felt to me just like okay, whatever. I mean, I got Gurley at pick one hundred five in the first. Have to take him there. Uh, yeah, you know, Elliot Kamara, Barkley. Could have took Red McCaffrey. But I, it's okay. I, I could have taken McCaffrey. Yeah. I could have, but look, I just. The girly touchdowns alone, the, the the fact that they've already come out and said McCaffrey may see a, you know shorter touches next year. Eh, I, I'm not worried about his fantasy production, but you always hate to hear that. Um, you know, I know people have concerns about Gurley now too after the playoffs, and I get that. But at five, well worth the risk. I got to take that risk. Yeah, I'm talking about a guy who had what 17 touchdowns this year. Yeah, and you're talking I'll about a guy who's you know a perennial possible. ADP of, of one or two overall every season, you know? Right. So so then, you know, in round two, uh, in, in pick eight of round two, Antonio Brown was still sitting there. AB. I'm like, okay, come on. Now, I know there's a lot of, you know, smoke going up around Brown right now, but mm-hmm. we have no clue what's going to happen. Uh, I still suspect he'll be back in Pittsburgh. Um, even if he doesn't, know what, you know. Even if I he's think not, he's still a good yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much with anybody you hope, <laughs> except you know, of course, he goes to Denver. Yeah, you don't want him to go there, probably, <laughs> and you probably don't want him to go to the Jags unless you know they're getting Nick Foles. Um, you know, you know who might be. You know, Evan Silva's been pointing out for the last day or two that uh, the Patriots might be in line for him to go after Brown because they got plenty of extra picks. They got. You know, a couple of picks they got in trade, second and the third. They should get two third-round compensatory picks. Mm-hmm. So they'll have a lot of picks in the first 100 picks of the draft. Mm-hmm. They could easily have the ammunition to go out and go after him. And you know what? So it'll be interesting to see. That makes a lot of sense, except that I just I feel like Pittsburgh, no matter, unless they blow them away with a crazy offer that really, you know, we, you know it's an offer I can't refuse. Godfather right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you an offer I can't, you can't refuse. If Kraft sends something like that their way or, or whoever um, from the Patriots, then the, then the Steelers would almost have to. But the Steelers aren't going to want to do a deal with the Patriots. That's like their rivals for the past 10 years. <laughs> it's hard to do that. You know what I mean? Uh, no, but- no, I'm with you. I totally agree with that. It's just, you know, I could just see, you know, Belichick trying to make that move and trying to get one more before – Brady wants to quit. Yeah, I mean, hey, it, it's a spot they need. They don't really have an outside receive, receiver to speak of right now. You know, it's Edelman. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, and Gronk's on his last legs, literally and figuratively. Um, and, you know, he's he's a tight end. He's an inside guy. So you need outside, you know, receivers to open up space down the field. Uh, and Antonio Brown would fit that beautifully, especially for an aging Tom Brady, uh, who doesn't seem to really, you know, sling it like he used to. Uh, but he's still he's still solid. Uh, I still give him the benefit of the doubt there. So go ahead, keep going. Okay. So then uh, after the, those two uh, came back in the third round, and uh, who's sitting there for me at pick number five? But Le'Veon Bell. Wow. Um, you know, heck, we don't know. Uh, who knows where he goes? But he'll end up somewhere. Somebody's going to pay him money to come play for them. And you know, I still expect a, a good season. Yep. To get him in the third round, to me, I just thought was a steal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to pass Lev Bell up in the third round. To be honest with you, uh, at the end, well, actually, I had had a three-four pick. You took Bell. Oh, you took Bell at three at the third pick, fifth overall. 
So I didn't really get a chance to at that point. At my 1-2, I was at 12-1. and I felt like that was just a little bit too early with what I saw on the board for Lev Bell for me. But I would have easily took him at the end of the second if I had a pick around there. You know? Yeah, no, I, I get it. You you got the two guys you wanted. You wanted yeah. the, the first tight end on the board off the board with Kelsey, Kelsey seeing as they get up, you know, an uptick in points. Mm-hmm. And then you got you, your man Julio. So I get it. You, you had your choices, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, with the short things right there. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Um, so I can't can't fault you for either one of those picks. So no no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fourth round now because it's a, a super flex quarterbacks, of course, going really quickly but when i got to the fourth round and i'm looking at the quarterback still available the one who that i ended up picking to me was kind of amazing to me that he was still on the board because what let's see one two three four five six seven other quarterbacks that have already gotten off off the board and he's still sitting there and that's matt ryan of atlanta he finished number two this year guys how is he going number eight now i don't i did not get that I think I people still don't believe, like they think he's going to have another down year because he he's had a down year after his MVP season, and I, I don't I don't believe that. I think he's just a very good quarterback, and you know he's going to have a down year once in a while. I mean, in every quarterback's career they have down years, everybody's careers. So I think you know that's pretty much a steal. I would have took Matt Ryan over over Breeze even. I would have oh, took I, Matt Ryan. Yeah, over I would have as well. Yeah. Um, Breeze is the one who went before you, uh, Matt, you took Matt Ryan. Before that, it was Jameis Winston to the fantasy executive. Shout out to Corey Parson. He took Winston right after I took Aaron Rodgers and Keenan Allen uh, at the 3-4 turn. Uh, and before that, the executive also took Russell Wilson. So he took two quarterbacks back-to-back, and clearly he wanted Russell Wilson and Jameis Winston. Yeah, can't fault him for either one of them, to uh, be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I do like Winston more than this year than I ever have before, but mm-hmm. most of that's because of my love of Bruce Arians and what right. I think he's going to try to do to this offense. Mm-hmm. And I've always been, you know, a Wilson guy. I like Wilson a ton. Wilson I just can't solid, complain yeah. about either one of them. Um, for me, Ryan, I, I mean, not not only did he have a great 2018, even though the team didn't, um, the fact of the matter is he gets Dirk Cutter now back at, at offensive coordinator. Right. Uh, I think that's going to be a, a really good move for him. While I wasn't a fan of him as a head coach, I think he's a good offensive coordinator. So I, I like that move for Ryan. And, you know, like I said, to get him in the fourth when, you know, seven other quarterbacks ready off the board, I thought that was a great value for me. I couldn't pass it up. That was solid, yep. Um, coming back into uh, round five now, pick five. Uh, I like know, this pick a lot. A lot. Of, a lot of the wide receivers I, I would have liked were already gone. I was kind of hoping Hilton would fall a little bit more, but he didn't. And then Brandon Cooks went just before me. So Robert Woods was staring me in my face, <laughs> uh, you know, and I couldn't pass him up. He had a solid year this year. I think they'll have another solid year next year. I don't really have any worries about how they finish the season this year. McVay will get that team right, get that offense right. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like look for big things there. With yeah, Woods. and Woods is the most consistently solid, you know, and, and Purdue, as a fantasy player as well, he's the most productive on a consistent basis, I feel like, on the Rams, out of all the wide receivers. Cooks is great. Cooks has the higher upside. Don't get me wrong, but Woods is the consistent guy. The guy that will get you 14, 15 fantasy points week in and week out. Yeah, but we talked about this the other day. When you're doing best ball, it's you kind of You don't really more, want that? 
you don't well it's not that you don't want that especially when somebody's producing at a, a decent high level as, right. as woods are you know that's a nice number to have each and every week mm-hmm. but the guys like cooks that have those weeks where they can go off and give you those big weeks with you know maybe a couple of chances at a couple of touchdowns that's and stuff perfect. like that yeah, yeah th- those are the ones that are really crave if Cooks had been there. I'll be honest. I would have went back and forth on that pick a lot before I made it, but I most likely would have went with Cooks over Yeah, Woods. I probably would have too in this format. Uh, absolutely. Okay, coming back into round six, pick eight. Um, yeah, I had to get a tight end. Tight ends were starting to flow off the board, and um, you know, Ebron went the, the round before this in round five. Uh, probably my last really consistent tight end that I really like coming into the season. But, uh, you know, Hooper is a guy I like. I've liked him since he came into the league. You know, this year he finally started to come into his own, get a little bit more playing time, a little bit more targets. I think that trend continues. Uh, I, I think they want to use that tight end more. And as Hooper gains confidence in that, you know, offense, I mm-hmm. think he's going to become a bigger and bigger part of it every year. So I, I like Hooper there at the yeah. six. Again, we get, you know, there's a little bump in scoring for tight end. So, yes. um, you know, a little crazy. You wanna go, yeah, you want to jump on. Uh, did you already have a tight end? Is your first one? Oh, that's my first one. First one. So, yeah, you want to jump on somebody, especially somebody with the upside like him in a great offense. Uh, but we'll come back. I'll let you know what I'm about to pick, and we'll talk more about Taz's draft. Fantasy football frenzy, baby. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-215-1727. 800-215-1727. That's 800-215-1727. Keith Irizarry is calling the shots. For all that Flacco is, and and he is an extremely average QB in the NFL, he's on the back nine. He might even be on the back, like, you know, two or three (laughs) of his NFL career. But don't hate on him for the money thing. That's the thing I kept hearing today from people. Oh, he's made so much money. He never deserved it. Shut up. Weekdays, 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-66879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Yep. 
Fantasy Football Frenzy. Thursday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Hope you all got a Valentine. If not, go to the club. Maybe find one. I doubt you're going to find it at the club, though. Hey, I, I got a Valentine Valentine's heart just for you. <laughs> I'm your Valentine, Jim? You have a I, wife. I got you a little Valentine heart. You know what it says on it? What does it say? At the game, just got a gut feeling, no problem. Now you can bet from anywhere, anytime with the all-new MyBookie mobile betting flat platform. With the MyBookie mobile platform, you'll enjoy the safety and convenience of at-home betting when you're on the go. Try it out today and you'll never miss another winning bet. Head on over to MyBookie.ag and open an account with the promo code FNTSY and MyBookie will match your deposit up to $1,000. Yes, that's right, $1,000. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. Nice. Yeah. So, Fantasy Football Frenzy, 844-843-6879. It's your boy, The Closer, and Fantasy Taz, Jim Day. We have Bob from Vermont on the line. Our boy, Bob. Hey, guys. How you doing? How you doing, Bob? I'm going to miss you guys. You guys are good. You guys are great. Thank Corey's you, Bob. great. I appreciate I that. And Corey is great. I chat this morning, and I told him, me and my brother go down to a Yankee game. We're going to treat him to a Yankee game. That's nice. We'll buy the tickets. He buy the food. You're you're a good. I'll I'll come too. If you you know, I'll buy my own ticket. Don't don't doesn't the food cost more than the ticket? Oh, the food, yeah. No, you no no. This is me. My brother go outside the stadium. We buy Sabret hot dogs right across the stadium. Oh, they're good. Well, there's Sabret hot dogs, Chris. Yeah, no, no, right across. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that, but there's also, you got the, the I believe it's the uh, Philly cheesesteak place over there, too. You got, there's a yeah, good food spot over too. there. I like the pizza place, too. Yeah, the pizza. pizza you, over there is great, too. Yeah, you're better off eating they before. It's cheaper, because you know if you're going to yeah, drink. that's what we do. We eat before to go in. We just buy, like, soda if we go in. My brother buys a beer because I drive. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome us four get together, Jim. Would you like to go to a Yankee game with us? Uh, it's been a long time since I've been in the Yankee Stadium, Bob. Uh, we'll have to see. Oh, I, don't, I don't like the news. I I miss the old stadium. Oh, this Steve gets me ill. Well, good. well, first of all, the beer. I was going to say the beers in Yankee Stadium are like fifteen dollars a piece. It's insane. Oh, I know. Twelve dollars, <laughs> something like that. Like something crazy. Yeah. Insane. Um, some tickets. And for a little cop too. Like a beer is twelve dollars. Meanwhile, a Miami Marlins ticket is probably twelve dollars. One ticket <laughs> to a Miami Marlins game is probably twelve dollars. So there's yeah, Greg Sussman. <laughs> Greg Sussman. Oh, <laughs> he's having fun. In, you you in mentioned Florida. Miami. He's Miami. My age. Do you he's, believe he's my age? He's out there. <laughs> he's my age. He, I know. He's not fifty, Bob. He's not fifty years old. He's not fifty, yeah. Bob. But, yeah, no, listen, the new stadium, I like certain aspects of it. It's more spacious, but the the old stadium is classic, of course. It has an aura about it, but it was so old and dirty after a while. Like, it looked grimy after a while. It's older than the Yankee Stadium. What's that? They're not going to Fenway Park? No. No, they're not. I mean, they did renovate. They did renovate Fenway Park. They had to renovate it. Yeah, I know, but they did. So the Yankees could have done the same thing, kept the... You know, traditional life. You don't knock down the national uh, uh, building. What is that called? The, uh, 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 na- uh, what is it called? Um, historic. Yeah. Site. 
historic site. Thank you, Jim. They, there you go. Hey, uh, I got the Knicks right yesterday. I said the Knicks are going to get blown out yesterday. Nice so call. For, oh, my picks. They uh, covered... Uh, uh, they did not cover the nine. So if you took Philadelphia, they were pl- um, minus nine, and uh, I think they beat them by like what? Sixteen. Yeah, oh, sixteen. They, no, I took the I took the Philly to blow them out. Yeah, that was the right I call. Hate the points away. You nailed yeah. it, Bob. Good job. And then, the, and then tonight I got the Knicks again. <laughs> and take, I got now, you, now you're just I, picking I, I on them, Bob. First. Now you're just picking on them. <laughs> no, Bob. no, no, no. Me, Gabe, Gabe does it in the morning. I pick. I hate Duke, so he, Duke, um, Duke said, um, I don't like Duke because of the coach, and I don't like the team anyway. And then they uh, were favored by, I don't know how much, and they said they were going to, uh, Louisville would cover almost. They lost by two, so, but I so won Bob, that too, so. So, Bob, I hear you turned them down, huh? They offered you the spot on the morning after, and. Said if you wore short skirts, you could come on the show, and you said no. You said no. No, they never had no. Did they? <laughs> they never did that. Quiet. We're messing with you. I'm about. gonna miss you guys. You're awesome. Hey, well, listen, we'll you know be back. Go? We're yeah, we're not back. we're not going anywhere, yeah. Bob. We'll be here. We're just not going to be here consistently for a little bit. Right, because this is you know it's yeah, football. It's, it's a football baseball show. season. They want to do baseball. Right, it's baseball season. There's a football show. Nothing's really happening until the draft, and that's you'll probably see us uh, come back sometime around then, hopefully. So, you know, it's not too long. It's not. It's a short hiatus. You know, it's all good. You uh, know, you live in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I live in Brooklyn, Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. That's right. You ever hear the Chris the Entertainer? He does his own. Chris the Entertainer. Uh, yeah, he goes. He's from Brooklyn too. I got to check him out. He does. He's on YouTube? Yeah, check him out. Chris the Entertainer and Mike, Mr. Bad Dogs. Mr. Bad Dogs. Yeah, they get together and talk on Friday. You got to watch it on Friday night. All right. I'm going to check it out, Bob. I'll check it out. But listen, good job in the Goon Squad draft. Um, I'm sure I'll I'll talk to you. I'll I'll, I'll speak to you in the chats and stuff on Twitter or whatever. Uh, And yeah, let's go to that Yankee game one time, all right? That's Bob from Vermont. We have uh, 844-843-6879. Give us a call. Uh, last day for a little while of Fantasy Football Frenzy, but we got Nithin in New Jersey on the line, our boy Nithin. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear me? Yep, what's up, Nithin? How you doing? Yo, uh, man, uh, um, you're, not talking, you're still talking about football, right? Yeah, I mean, we're talking football. We're you know, talking about drafts right now, early drafts we're doing. Yeah, so... So here's the thing with the free agency, NFL free agency. I think Earl Thomas. Uh, did you hear about the report that he moved his? He's moving his family to Texas, and he's enrolling his kids in, in school in Texas. So that can be something. Maybe he wants to come to the Dallas Cowboys or the Texans. But uh, I'm, I'm a big Dallas Cowboy, as you know. And mm-hmm. then, uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping no, we didn't know that. <laughs> we didn't know from all the. How about them Cowboys? Hey Jim, how about them Cowboys, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yep. We'll let but, it slide. Uh, um. Yeah. So, I was thinking we, we need a safety. So to pair up with Brian Jones. Uh, I mean, the Brian Jones is corner. Sorry, we needed another safety because we're. I think, in my opinion, we're lacking in safety depth. Uh, pretty. I think. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can Oh no, it's not yeah, it's not team. just your opinion. That's a pretty much a fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, if we can get him in a decent price, I mean, I, I guess he's going to ask for a lot of money, but coming off the injury, do you think we can get him on a discount or he's still going to ask for a lot of money? I think you can get him on discount. 
not big discount. Do you know what part of Texas he's moving to? Because Texas is quite large. Yeah. There's also the Houston so Texans that need secondary apparently on, help. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, on, apparently on Twitter they said that his location is four hours away from Cowboy Stadium. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Good news. That's there, definitely Nathan. close enough. He's 29 years old. He's going to be 30 when the next season starts. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's like a, a fill-in. Because I don't think he's the same player. He's not the same player he once was. Yeah, but that, you know what? I, look, same player or not, the experience alone, right. the intelligence alone. Leadership. Yeah, bodies. really. It brings a lot to the table as mm-hmm. well. So, you know, I, I, it wouldn't be a bad move on their part at no. all. And they, they may get him at a little discount because of the injury. I just don't think it's going to be a huge discount. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't really see that bothering them. I'm pretty sure they have a decent amount of cap yeah. space, although I don't know the number off the top of my I head. I can check it for you right now. I have it I, up. Um, I got one more thing real quick. Real, real quick with Dallas. Dallas has $43 million in cap space. They're uh, 11. Oh, okay. Not with bad. Whatever moves they're going to make, they'll have plenty. Okay. Yeah, they'll have money for it. Go ahead, Nathan. Hey Chris, I got one one question for you. Yeah. Did you uh, did you get did you get your lady a thing yet? Did I get her something yet? Yeah. Well, I have a plan to get something after uh, after I get out of work today. Yeah, and then like wait till the last. No, 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 it's I got two separate things. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I get okay. like a little something and a little bit of a bigger something. I, I got you know I got it going on. I, I'm ready for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gave yeah, my I wife a, a little out. something this morning, a nice kiss on the cheek. When she gets home, I'll give her something a little bigger, a nice kick to the butt. <laughs> yeah, I got later. I got, I got, I got, I got to give things to multiple ladies. So, ooh, Nathan plays the field. Yeah. <laughs> He's got multiple. Yeah. How does that work? I mean, how how are you able to juggle that? I, I don't get it. Oh, well, you just got to pay for them. It, it's like. I got, I got to manage my budget wisely because, like, I talk to multiple ladies, so I need to, like, I, I'll get the things that they like, but not, not too expensive. For example, for Valentine's Day, I'll just get them flowers and chocolate. So that's the easy way to Keep go. it simple. Yeah. Well, flowers is a must, yep. you know, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Got to get the flowers. All right, Nathan. Yeah. I hope right, you have a good Valentine's you. Day with all your women. Thank you. You, you know? just don't forget their names. Call yep. them all babe. Yeah. Do, do not call them the wrong name. Do not do that. I'm not. You'll be in a world of trouble. All right, yep. Nathan. Uh, we'll, see you. we'll see you soon. And we'll talk yeah. to you soon, hopefully, brother. All right. See you guys. All right. Any, uh, Bavona, anything else? 844-843-6879. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Um, I just made a pick in the draft, Jim. Nice. Take a guess who it was. Uh, I couldn't even begin to imagine this late in the draft. <laughs> oh, sure oh. you can. There you can. Oh. <laughs> Who do I love? Who do I love? Free Rojo. Free Rojo 2019. Hashtag Free Rojo. Got him. Uh, if you're going to let him fall this far, I'm going to take him. I'm sorry. He probably won't uh, even be on. I'm going to let you. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably be on the practice squad by, uh, you know, by training. Uh, hopefully he gets his head straight. He comes into camp ready to play this year. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, he, if he does that, if he comes in ready to to want to learn and work and you know be there, then he'll have a shot. If he comes in like he did last year, it's going to be the same old story. Yeah, yeah. He'll be a mess, but I'm okay with it because you know uh, it's 17th round. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know it's free. You know, and the upside's there. So uh, you know, I like that pick right there. You know, falling that far. I was going to take him even earlier, but I was like, you know what? I think he's going to fall real far. People are going to forget about him. 
And, of course, he did. But let's continue um, where you were at. What round were we up to? Uh, we just finished round six with uh, Austin Hooper as my tight end. And, yep. man, the, the guy that, you know, I was going back and forth with Hoop, about Hooper with went right after me with Mike Williams. You know, I like Big Mike. He Big went Mike. Uh, one pick right after mine in the sixth. <laughs> I was hoping he'd fall to the seventh. Didn't happen. Uh, and then Kenny Galladay is another guy I was hoping would fall to me in the seventh. And he went, you took him at the end of the sixth. Yeah. Uh, so after that, got to the seventh pick, and a couple guys went just before me, uh, Sutton, Robbie Anderson, Corey Davis. Be honest with you, three guys that you know I'm not really enamored with. Yeah. Uh, if if I had to pick one of the three, it'd probably be Anderson, and hopefully him and Darnold, you know, can continue the strong finish they had at the end of the year. But uh, not real big. I, I went with Doug Baldwin. Um, I, look, the knees are never going to be 100. percent We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm not looking. He's my wide receiver three. I'll take that because you know he's going to give you at the least four or five really strong games, right. and I'll take that as a wide receiver three. Hopefully it's more than that. Hopefully he's a little healthier than he was this year. But, you know, again, at that point, I liked him better than anybody else that was left on the board. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly think that you're going to get more out of him than you than you might think. I, I mean, listen, this guy has had a pretty good career up to this point. Last year career, he was absolutely. injured. Yeah, yeah. Last year he was just injured. So, uh, I put a damper on a season. Even when he was playing, he was, he didn't look like the same player. Uh, and, you know, maybe with this time to recover in the offseason, he could come back and be his normal self. I mean, Seattle could use him. Seattle, you know, I know Lockett had a big year because of, you know, partially because of Baldwin being out and partially because, you know, he was their number one wide receiver, really. Um, but Baldwin is their best option at number one wide receiver because he could do it all. Uh, he, he can make the big plays for you, and I think I think he'll give you like six or seven good weeks. I think he's he's due for a bounce back. This is a guy people sleep on, and you're getting him at a decent price. I mean, you're getting him at the seventh round. This is a guy that used to be. Don't forget, this guy used to be drafted in like the second and third round in his heyday, like two or three years ago, right? No, second, no, third round. You know, Danny was well deserved at that point. Yeah. And, so you know, it, it is what it is. So, like I said, I thought he represented the best value on the board. Yeah. Um, the round eight, uh, definitely a little bit of a quarterback run. You took uh, Cam Newton in That's the end of the started. seventh, yeah. who is what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping he would fall to me in the eighth. Um, and then, you know, Trubisky went, Cousins went, Prescott went, and I kind of went, uh-oh, <laughs> better grab me a, another, another quarterback. Yep. Uh, so I ended up grabbing Stafford. I know he didn't have a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I expect a little bit of a bounce back, especially if – you know, everybody gets healthy again. Um, you know, not a ton, but as my number two, I'll take the upshot. He'll have me some decent games, get me there. Just the quarterbacks were starting to run like crazy. And and you uh, need to have – I think it's important to have that second one because more often than not, the quarterback is going to get more points than the other positions, um, even in a four-point passing league. Uh, so, he'll, more, like a lot of times throughout the season, I'm sure maybe like uh, – 35, 40% of the time, you're going to have Stafford slot into that super flex spot. Oh, probably. He's going to have a that. nice game. Yeah. yeah, more than that. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. when he's scoring 16, 17 points, that's going to be a be lot. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah, for a flex. So, yeah, I'm not not worried about it. I, I would have liked uh, Newton more. Or, I, I probably even would have taken Prescott over him, but he went right before me. Yeah, and quite uh, so honestly, do anything about that. if you look at Stafford's career, this is the worst uh, year he's had since like 2012. Where he threw for, he still threw for almost 5,000 yards in 2012, but his completion percentage was 
under 60%, which is bad. Um, and he had 20 touchdowns, 17 picks. Since then, though, the guy's thrown 29 touchdowns, 22, 32, 24, 29, and 10 in 2017. So you got to expect he's going to throw 25-plus touchdowns. Uh, and, and, you and you know, he's not going to throw more than, you know, 10 to 14 picks. Um, and he gives you a pretty decent completion percentage for the most part. He's been pretty consistent. And the guy's going to throw over 4,500 yards. He just had a bad year. He just had yeah, a bad right. year. Yeah, he'll bounce. Yeah, I, I expected to bump up a little bit. I, I'm not looking for the moon here, but yeah. I expected it to bump up a little bit. Regression um, to the mean. Yeah. All right. Uh, go into round nine and round nine, um, pick five. Uh, I wanted another tight end, and the one that was on the board, OJ Howard. It just went. Actually, Gronkowski went in round eight. Uh, OJ Howard went at the end of round eight. He yeah. was one I That's was looking at. Um, but then you know when it came to my pick in round nine. Jack Doyle was once staring me. Well, actually, it came down to Jack Doyle and, and Jared Cook. And you know what? I'm taking Jack Doyle. <laughs> yeah, Look, yeah. I know Cook had a good year. Doyle had a bad year with all the injuries, all that stuff. I still think Doyle is a better overall tight end than Jared Cook is. And I think he'll have a nice bounce back year. Yeah. So I like Doyle a lot this year as my number two tight end. Especially in this league where you get an extra half point per reception for a tight end. Jack Doyle's a guy who caught 80 passes in 2017. Right. You're not getting much better than that at tight end when, in terms of reception. So, fantasy football frenzy. We're coming to the break. Uh, when we get back, we'll finish up uh, going down the draft for uh, his team. And we'll be back. We'll take you. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Boom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. Rain Make it rain. John Elway is all about acquiring veteran quarterbacks, apparently, whose prime is past, right? Or whose prime is, uh, is well, is really past. And uh, I don't know what to expect from the Broncos or what that means now for guys like Nick Foles. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Even personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. Nick Foles is throwing it out there. I don't know who's throwing it out there. It's the whole thing. There's a lot of sort of like uh, mind games that go on right now. Does Nick Foles seem to be the type of guy that would like tell people in the media, yeah, I want to overthrow Eli Manning and be like, you know, the villain there? Like it just like, I don't know where this is coming from, but it is interesting. It is interesting. We keep waiting for the opportunity to throw him out. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. studio is he rocking i don't know 
Fantasy Football Frenzy on a Thursday. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. FNTSY, Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan here. So 844-843-6879, give us a call. Let us know if you're in the draft, the Goon Squad draft. If you have a question about your team, you want us to grade it or something, I'm down. Um, but we're going over Jim's Day's team right now. And we'll be- I, I, I got to, well, I, before we do that, I got to ask you, I, uh, I'm writing a card for my wife for Valentine's Day. I wanted to get your opinion on it. What is it? Uh, Daily Roto saves 5% of this, that, and the other thing? Oh, no, no, not at all. It's nothing like that. <laughs> no, no, this is real. I, I want to get your opinion. You're a young guy. I want to I, see what your thoughts are on this card I, I give to my wife of 25 years. I, feel, I fall for this too much, so I'm not doing it. If you like to wager on sports and ne- or never have and would like to try, head on over to BetDSI. They have wagering options for almost any sport you can think of, including sides, totals, and player props, where you can utilize your daily fantasy skills without salary cap constraints you can even wager on esports politics and reality tv or get an edge with live betting at bet dsi where you can wager virtually any time during a contest capitalizing on in-game circumstances there are so many ways you can make money use the promo code fntsy 101 when signing up and get a 100 bonus deposit match so head on over and open your account at bet dsi that's promo code fntsy 101 to get your 100 bonus deposit match you think she'll like it? I think she'll love it. There she can go. make money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. She'll make <laughs> enough money for me to carry me now. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Um, there's I nobody need a left. Sugar to- mama. Oh, well, we all do. I think we all do. <laughs> uh, you know, Corey's probably with one right now. Um, <laughs> listen, there's nobody left in this draft. I can't find a good player anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's plenty of good players left. There's a couple running backs. Haven't opened your mind. But there's a couple of running backs I like, but uh, like I can't find them. There's quarterbacks are gone. This is why you had to jump. You got to think outside the box. Yeah, quarter quarterbacks are definitely gone. Well, quarterbacks um, are gone. Yeah. I just I took Drew Locke with my my last pick <laughs> because just for the hopes of uh, yeah, you know, might as well in a super super flex. You always like to have three. I waited a little bit too long. Uh, no, no. I, there was a crazy <laughs> run at one point where quarter, uh, where like third tier quarterbacks just went off the board. A bunch of them. I made sure I just jumped on somebody, so I took Rosen at one point as my third quarterback, just to have that third because you really want to no, have no, that, that third. That was a smart move. Yeah. Absolutely, you want that. You know, he'll get you a few games a year that puts you up there in the points, and that's what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. And the upside, you know. Um, so go ahead. Okay, so we stopped at uh, round nine with Jack Doyle. Round ten. Uh, I decided to go get another running back because I only had the the two on my team so far in in Bell and Gurley. Mm -hmm. So I came back with one I I like a little bit. Um, You know, ended up having a better season in 2018 than I thought he would, and that's Naeem Hines. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, didn't have a fantastic season, but ended up with 63 receptions. Uh, You know, you just it doesn't seem like it when you think about him over the season, but he ended up catching a nice amount of balls. I think that trend continues. That's a lot, yeah. Yeah, and I think his numbers will take a slight bump, so I love getting him in the 10th. Um, come around. Who are the running backs around at that point? Uh, let's see. The guys that went just before me in that same round. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Williams, Adrian Peterson, Gus Edwards, and Austin Eckler. I like Eckler. I wouldn't. I like Eckler, too, but he went one pick before me. <laughs> would, would you have taken Eckler over, over Hines? 
probably would have. It would have been a real close call, but Eckler just has more chance of touchdown, so right. more than likely I would have. They're both very good pass catchers. I, I honestly uh, didn't really like Edwards going before Eckler and Hines. Uh, it's a PPR league. Uh, Edwards don't catch or any Jamal passes. Jamal Williams, I'll be honest. Neither. Yeah, Jamal. I mean, and that's a uh, fantasy exec right there took uh, Williams. I guess he he's figuring that, you know, if Aaron Jones gets hurt, Jamal Williams is the guy. Well, he, he kind of liked Williams last year, too. So, yeah. you know, I, I, we get stuck on these guys we like. We all we all do that. He's also the extent. one who took Gronk before O.J. Howard, which I was really surprised from him because he always – he's not a Gronk guy. That He's not one of those guys that drafts Gronk in, like, the second round like, you know, like you are. Uh, he's he's a big O.J. Howard guy, so I was kind of surprised about that, but we'll continue. Okay, so then uh, after Hines, I come back in the 11th, and I ended up taking Will Fuller. Um, look, even if he gives me seven, eight games a year, probably I six of them will be in, in my lineup, uh, you know, because he definitely gets those big games with those big explosive numbers. So, you know, I'll take him in the 11th round all day. Um, you know, the guys that went around him were Zay Jones, Dontrell Inman, you know, look, in this kind of league, I'll take Fuller over both of those guys. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And here's the other thing. Curtis Samuel went right after him. Curtis Samuel and Will Fuller, I would put, honestly, well ahead of Zay Jones and Dontrell Emmon. That's just me, maybe. But I think, especially in this format, that was a great pick. That was one of the uh, your best. I mean, you had a lot of great picks, but like this is a value pick and a half because this guy could give you Weeks where he slots into your lineup and gets you 25, 30 points. He can do that for you. Couldn't get multiple touchdowns on bomb plays. He doesn't have to get a lot of receptions to do it either. Uh, perfect best ball guy to get in the 11th round. I'm surprised he fell that far. The injury really must be affecting uh, his draft stock. So, uh, Yeah, I don't think this will happen as we get closer to draft season. He'll it, move up. Number of, yeah, there's quite a few uh, people in that range that will move up uh, as we get closer to draft season, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and then this was uh, this was funny because who was your your running back that you took in the eleventh? I took Damian Harris, the rookie from Alabama. Yep. All right. So then, what did I do in the twelfth? I took his teammate Josh <laughs> Jacobs. Josh um, Jacobs. I, I you know look, I like both of these guys. I think both of these guys are going to have a, a decent you know life in the NFL. And mm-hmm. I, I just you know. I would have probably taken Harris if he was there, but I'm not exactly sure because I, you know, I know we've had a limited, you know, time to see what Jacobs could do, but I just think he's a good all-around running back, and I, I'm, I'm being real, going to be really interested in the draft to see where he goes because I think he could be a real nice value uh, next year, uh, yeah. you know, depending on where he goes because the the one big knock. And one of the reasons I wouldn't have gone for him any earlier than the 12th round mm-hmm. is that he wasn't used in, to, in pass protection at all. So this is something he's going to have to learn mm-hmm. uh, to get better at is pass protection. You know, that's the one thing we know can really affect yeah. rookies from getting on the field. So I'm hopefully at, he can get better at that. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats from college. I mean, he I guess he was on the second. He was in the second tier of that timeshare with Damian Harris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he didn't really have like his first Harris couple was of years. the senior, absolutely right. So he, he his first couple of years he he had uh, you know eighty five carries, forty six carries. But last year he had one hundred and twenty carries for six hundred and forty yards, so five point three a clip. I mean, this guy was averaging six before that on a small sample size, but he had eleven touchdowns on those one hundred and twenty carries. Added three more through the air on twenty receptions for two hundred and forty seven yards. So this guy can make plays. 
You know, oh, he, he can make plays. And he can make big no plays. My mind, he can make plays. Yeah. Like I said, if he can work out the uh, the pass protection issues, I, I think he'd definitely be a nice addition to you know uh, an NFL team for oh, for a while. Absolutely. Um, come back in round thirteen again. Now I'm just going for depth here. And who was sitting there? But C.J. Anderson. And you know what? I don't know what's going to happen with C.J. He's supposed to be a you know, a free agent, whether or not they bring him back. I, I, you know, after what they saw, I wouldn't be surprised if they do try to bring him back. Mm-hmm. But he may very well be looking at another team now trying to get a starting job again. Um, and somebody might give it to him after the way he finished the season. So in the 13th round, I'll take that all yeah, day to especially, me. Again, it's nothing but value. Yeah, there's nothing really uh, left on the board. I mean, look at the running back that went before you, Latavius Murray. He's probably not going to get much, many touches throughout the season at all. Uh, Actually, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I think Murray is going to be surprising. I'm pretty sure Murray's a free agent. I, uh, I want to see where he ends up going. Well, yeah, I guess if he ends up on a team that you know might use him a lot, um, it, I'm thinking about if he stayed with the Vikings. Like, I feel like Cook's just going to get most of the work, and he'll get like maybe five to eight touches a game, something like that. Unless Cooks goes in, Cook goes down again. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, so that's what these guys are know, for. Right. These are like right. backups at this point. So. Um, so yeah, it was it. You know, it is what it is. I, I like Murray though. Murray is definitely another. I like one him I too. He can catch too. passes, and people don't realize that. Yeah, um, and then after that round fourteen, I came back. I wanted to grab some more wide receiver depth, and who's sitting there? But Geronimo Allison again, another guy who's gotten forgotten because of the injury this year, and the fact that Green Bay's offense really didn't do anything past. Uh, uh, I'm going to Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams. Yeah, had a brain fart there for a second. <laughs> Um, you know, Allison is the number two there. I, you know, I think this offense is going to rebound in, in 2019 yep. to get Allison in the 14th round. Again, to me, it's just nothing but value. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you, I was he- like bent on getting Allison on, you know, my pick before, right before that, that you made that pick on the 13, 14 turn. I was deciding between Rosen, Ajayi, who I ended up taking Rosen and Ajayi, but Allison was the guy I really wanted. And what made my decision to go Ajayi, I was definitely taking Rosen just because the quarterbacks were all gone at that point. I needed to get a third one, so I had to take Rosen. I was forced, my hand was forced there. But I was between Ajayi and, and Allison, I was like, here's the problem. My running backs aren't that great. My receivers are, are very good. I said, I need more of the depth at running back. So I said, let me go Ajayi, and I could still get a pretty good wide receiver later on. There's still a lot of wide receivers out there, you know what I mean? There's always more wide receivers than, than running backs on a hole that actually play. Um, so I think I made a mistake there. I think that was my mistake of the drift. The one place where I was upset, I saw you took Allison. I said, see, Jim's thinking on the same way as me. I was like, this was a steal here. He was popping out at me, Allison, at that point. Yeah, so definitely. Great pick. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that pick in the 14th. That's great. Yeah. Uh, come back in the 15th, again, just uh, somebody I saw as, as decent value, and that's uh, Jalen Samuels. Uh, you know he's going to catch some passes if Connor goes down. For whatever reason, he's going to be the next guy up. So I could pass him up in 15th. Um, I, I just think that just gives me such such good depth at running back. Yep. I couldn't couldn't get away from it. Uh, yeah, really like that pick. pick. And it would be even it would be great if he was also tight end eligible. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, he'd probably yeah, move up probably 10 spots in the again. draft. <laughs> Look, it, you know, we we make fun, but it was a smart move by Yahoo because everybody talked about it for weeks. Yeah. You know, everybody talked about him being a tight end only because Yahoo was letting him be a tight end. So from a business standpoint, Yahoo made a, a terrific idea there. Was it, you know, smart for fantasy football and 
the reality of it? No, but as a business move, Yahoo made the great move there. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, talk. He's still listed at tight end in some places, no matter what. Yeah, he's still he's still listed as a tight end in some places. I mean, you know, if he had that dual eligibility, that'd be great. I mean, the way the tight end field is very lacking, you know, it's lacking. Oh yeah, absolutely. You should throw him in there. I mean, every league should make him tight end eligible. Go ahead. No, but see, I I don't agree with that. That that's just fluffing up. You know, look, I I I want to add to the tight end pool doing it because he hasn't been a tight end since forever. I mean, he did, did play tight end for a while in college, but he hasn't been a tight end. He wasn't drafted as a tight end. He's not listed as a tight end on the team. Never took any snaps. Hey, oh, that's one of the things I like about baseball. You have to play a certain amount of snaps to be eligible at a position. Yeah. You can't just make it up. Because, look, you could do this with any pass-catching running back. Say, oh, all, all of a sudden he's tight end eligible. Now all of a sudden <laughs> your tight ends are ruled by running backs. So Yeah, no. Uh, if he didn't yeah. play there, you're right. But baseball, like – the eligibility for that is very easy. It's like 10 games. If you start 10 games at a certain position, you're eligible for that position for the rest of the season. He didn't start one snap at the position. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're, you're right. <laughs> Not one snap. If he, played, if he played a game at tight end, I'd make him tight end eligible, but he didn't play at all. Yeah, tight right. end, so he shouldn't be. So th- this was just playing with the numbers and said, "Oh, somebody saw. Oh, look, look in college, he was a tight end. Let's make Let's him, throw tight him end in there. eligible." Yeah. yeah, right. I think fantasy yeah. pros have him listed in the tight end section too. So whatever. Well, yeah, they're trying to appease everybody that plays on the Yahoo League. So yep. it is what it is. Um, talking about tight ends, though, around sixteen, we come back and Greg Olson's sitting there. You know, there's some talk that he wants to come back and play next year. You know what? Round 16, I'll take the chance he comes back and plays next year. I can't year. believe he dropped that far down. Well, it, most people just assumed he was done. You know, a yeah. lot of people thought he was done after 2017. They thought he was going to go in the booth. Then he comes back for 2018. He's hurt for most of the year. And what do we see as soon as he's done, his team is done, he's in the booth. You know, he's back out there analyzing games, stuff like that. So everybody just kind of assumed that's what he's going to do for yeah. 2019. And he may very well. If somebody he might makes be a good deal, yeah. he, he, he may very well do that. But, heck, you know, round 16, I'll take that shot any day. We're yeah, talking about free. a guy right. who has multiple thousand-yard leagues as a tight end. Yeah, because you're most likely, whoever else you're going to take there anyway, at this point, these are guys, I mean, you're not dropping in a best ball league, but, you know, if you were doing a regular draft in, in this round at this point, you're most likely dropping these guys and picking up whoever's hot in the waiver wire anyway. Uh, these are free picks. So yep. if he plays, he, you know, he could give you a couple, two or three good weeks. And then so far to catch up, the last round, we're in 17 now. We've still got seven more to go, eight more to go. Mm-hmm. Um, my last pick was Drew Locke. Uh, just wanted a third quarterback, didn't really like anything that was there. Uh, definitely waited too long for that, but just all the rounds before, it just couldn't seem to pass up the the talent that was on the board for me. Yeah, hey, you know, I don't know if Drew Locks is going to start anywhere this year, but heck, if, if he gets a few games in, he may sneak in there as well. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. You just got to be careful with best ball because, like, you know, you stack up a lot of these guys that might get, you know, that could possibly get injured or not play. If you have too many sitting back in the back of your roster, then it becomes very thin. In best ball, and you can't make pickups, and you can't drop, so it's like it's tough. But I think Drew Luck is obviously going to go somewhere, and hopefully, it's to Denver, where a place where he might come right in. Uh, you know, after like week four, five, six, something like that, and then you know, from then on, he could give you points. He could be he could be worth it. He's va- he has yeah. It'd be interesting to see if they do something like that. I'm just not sure they're going to do that after paying Flacco twenty million dollars. Yeah, but that I, I just I, I really the deal doubt itself that. just. I mean, I'm even... not saying they won't still draft him. 
Yeah. I just it unless Flacco just comes in and totally defecates on the sheets, um, I don't think that they we're gonna see Locke if he's there starting anytime soon. Yeah, but you want it's wanted, just hard to give up that kind of money. But you, you want to lock either way as an insurance policy. There's no quarterbacks left at this point. Are there any other quarterbacks on the board at this point? That after like when you took lock, was there anybody else there? Not really. No, no nobody. You know, I, I could have taken uh, maybe like a I think a Tyrod Taylor was yeah. still there, something like that. It's, but uh, I don't like his chances of getting another starting job after what he did no, last Bortles year. Bortles is there. Yeah, not again, play. he's not going to start anywhere. No. Yeah, so, they, I, you know, I, I took a shot on the rookie in the hopes that he does. That's all. Yep, yep. No, see, this is why, for me, before we uh, end the program for today, um, I wanted to say this is why I didn't draft running backs heavy earlier on is because at this point they're still really good. Like, not really good, but there's mu- better running backs on the board than there is any other position. I just took Rojo. Some would say that's not a great, you know, running back, but the one I'm about to <laughs> and take. And you still have one more pick. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to take one right now. I'll tell you who the pick is. I didn't put it in yet, but I'm going to put it in now. Kenneth Dixon. This is a guy that could easily start by week three or four. So that's a guy I want on my team, and you're taking him in the 16th, 17th round. So this song. song to end. Oh, don't <laughs> do that. Oh, man. You're deflating me. <laughs> Fantasy football frenzy. We'll see you guys soon, hopefully uh, sooner rather we'll than later. We'll be back. We will we be hope. back. We will be back. Love we you hope. guys. Goon Squad, <laughs> we out. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm so tired. I can't sleep. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In the NBA.